A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the nine-pointed star of this podcast. Oh, I thought you were about to say you were a nine, and I was going to be like, I know what that means now. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh, and let's just say we're not talking about looks, because clearly it'd be a 10 out of 10. What? <laughs> I'm a nine girl out of nine. <laughs> I'm a nine out of nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also, the 1 out of 10 hotness scale, I've always found kind of, like, lame. Not because of ranking hotness, but 1 to 10 is such a small scale. I'm going to say that on stage. I'm a El Paso <laughs> 8 and a LA 8 out of 8. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get a fucking huge reaction. I do just wish the hot scale was, like, 1 to 100. Would you rather have, you'd rather have, like, a 70? Yeah, I'd rather have a... I would, no. It would give me more perspective. Because when I hear, like, 7 versus 8, I'm like... That's not much like difference. 
even like four to like six. It's the same. It's all proportional, though. It's the same <sighs> amount of difference. But you could give me like a 75. Then I'd be like, OK, I'm leaning towards an 80. I think people do 7.5. Fuck. Yeah, I'm like a point five. Do people do halvesies? I don't know. I, I haven't know. heard anyone I also haven't use heard that scale in so long. I know. Um, please sound off if you still use that scale. I mean, and please stop. <laughs> <laughs> and please. First and foremost, stop. You, uh, but then sound, go off. <laughs> did you guys ever use face the jury growing up? With no. body dysmorphia? No. What is that? <laughs> it's like you straight up just upload your face and people tell you if you're ugly or oh, hot. There's hot or not. Uh, I don't know why face the jury. I think face the jury was also like you could message. Like it was kind of mm. like a pickupy friendster okay. type thing. I, I just remember like green interface. It was very like matrixy. Someone recently invited me to. Uh, I mean, I have so many comedian friends that I always just assume someone's trolling me. <laughs> like <laughs> I have like an Instagram person that writes like a real like gross shit back to my stories like oh. like nasty shit and i'm like this is brendan cooney for sure like ah. i'm just like this is one of my friends like trolling me i never think it's like a serious person but someone invited me to and now i'm not going to be able to find it but like uh some app where you can anonymously tell people how you feel about them oh i've yeah and i was yeah. like I'm never going to join that. Like, I'm <laughs> no. not interested in you saying something mean to me behind a screen. Yeah. If you want to say something mean, say it to my face. Yeah. Like, I don't care that much. What was that called? That was like kind of, I feel like that was coming out during the Ello days when Ello was like, we're the new Facebook. Come over to us. Right. And then like, then there was that like. It's like Soraya or something like that. Yeah. Open. This is what it is. Oh, is it a new on one? On the day after Christmas too, where I'm like, this person's hilarious. Yeah. A friend of yours invites you to open an anonymous, anonymous messaging app to chat honestly in a safe place. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. that. that first no, of all, that sounds no. unsafe yeah, as all no. fuck. That sounds like torture. And yeah, that's just mean. That just like does encourage. That's a troll factory. Yeah, exactly. That's no. yeah. No, no we, I do not like that. No, we just need all. to go back to MySpace where we all learn how to code and make like pictures scroll and like make glitter. And it was just yeah. like so in like there's actual skills learned. I could like format like a basic front facing website. Now I don't know if I'm hot or not. <laughs> Now, now the scale has been twisted i yeah i no, i never did any of those i don't know i mean i grew up in los angeles it's like i don't <laughs> i don't need a <laughs> like i'm i'm for sure already uh not i hot. never signed up for it i just knew about <laughs> yeah. it I, I would never judge people either i don't think yeah. that's nice either no hot or not honey i just went outside i know just and the cruel city of angels You'll find out real quick. <laughs> so we'll probably just tell you not <laughs> to your face. The hottie or the naughty? Was that a movie? It feels like it could be a rom-com. I think it is. Shit. It's like in, I feel like that is a, either like a reference to something or that's like a fake movie. In it feels a like movie. yeah, 30 Rock movie. Yeah. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Hottie or not. Oh, I see trailer popping up. Oh, Paris Hilton is in a movie called The Hottie or the Naughty, a, no. two, a 2008 American romantic comedy. Hell yeah. Who is her paramour? 
Um, it the cast is Joel David Moore and Christine Larkin. Yikes. Um, so oh, it's been nominated for some Razzies. Oh, she won. Oh, Paris Hilton won the uh, Razzie. It, oh, it's ranked one of the worst films of all time. Critical. Oh, I was in the. Oh, it was released where in is, theaters. Where can you see it? I bet we now. could. I bet we could pirate this shit. Where I don't like pirating, but oh, I rent it. Oh, I I'll pay the Apple iTunes. I do. I have Roku, and it's great because like you can usually search the name of what movie you want, and it'll be like, oh yeah, you can stream that on Hoopla, and it's like, okay, I'll like download this free app called like Hoopla or like Poopy or um. There's one app channel I use on Roku called Nosy that is all like Blind Date and Steve Wilkos and like Judge Judy. Like it's That's all cool. like really good, trashy, drama y, nighttimey, daytimey TV. Nosy. Nosy. Um, but yeah, I recommend it on Roku because like sometimes it will be free on like really weird Roku streaming channels. I wouldn't be surprised if this is on a free Roku streaming channel. It's probably on what's, where's Jerry Seinfeld's show? Netflix. Crackle. Crackle. Oh, is Crackle is how, how, how about how about this sentence? Is Crackle still popping? <laughs> I don't think it is, right? No, I, I think, think it gone. went down I in flames with gone. CISO. Yeah. How about the <laughs> I'm not gonna bring this up. Oh what that Quibby's gonna be no, the new CISO. <laughs> the comedians in cars where he I'm gonna have to bleep it too, where he talks shit about someone oh, that we know. Yes. Oh about Beep, yes. Beep, 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 cat, beep, 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 beep. It's like also it's the, so funny. So it's so long and it's no one else it can be. so obvious. You see his mood like where you're like, oh, yeah, of course, that's who he's talking about. And it's so like that's the funniest fucking episode, though. He just goes off. He's unfunny. It's like, damn. Poor I, Bridget Everett's just like, uh, <laughs> hey, cool. He directed my special yeah. NBD. <laughs> okay, okay. So I was trying to glance at the plot of the hottier than Nani, but honestly, I couldn't understand anything it was saying. But this little paragraph, I'm going to read out loud. Christabel, which I believe is Paris Hilton's character. Christabel jogs on the beach every day with many suitors trying to catch her eye, including an albino stalker. But she's still single, and there is a reason. Christabel is still best friends with the same short, unattractive brunette girl whom Nate has also knew in elementary school. June Fig. What? <laughs> also, like, is this Wait, all centered around her jogging on the beach? To, Wait. the reason why she can't get a man? Yeah, what? Yeah, she's blaming her friend. She's She's friends with someone... Not so ugly. hot that she can't that get she a can't. date. That is that's a horrible preposterous. Parasilin. I love it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we, should, oh, we should do a Patreon watch along. A watch along. The hottier than naughty. It's I mean, like not astrology related at all. However, who how, cares? <laughs> however, it's Aquarius season. Paris Hilton is an Aquarius, is so an that's Aquarius. my correlation. And um, oh, it's true. it was put out by Paris Hilton Productions. It was also released. Um, in on February eighth, two thousand eight. So it was an Aquarius movie. Whoa. Yeah. Is that her birthday? No, she's February seventeenth. Okay. I'm sorry. Dang. I'm sorry. I know that. I'm sorry. Holodex. Man, Paris Hilton. Like, do you remember when she like came out? Dude, The Simple Life was my favorite show. Wait, came out like like I mean like uh, not like when, like post sex tape uh, and everything. Like people were. I mean, it was like a, a phenomenon. She's the Simple a, Life was a great television show. I, the Simple Life was really funny. I did like a Pinterest dive on like Simple Life memes. And I mean, they're 
it's insane. Yeah, I love it's it. Incredible. Simple Life was great. Early on television was amazing. There was no rules. They're always making people put their hands in cows' asses. Like that was like a constant challenge on like every single TV show. Just because everyone's like, that is gross and we love this. But Paris Hilton breaking news is coming out with a new documentary via youtube talking about how she's been playing a character this whole time and it's not really her what yeah i'm i kind of knew that already yeah she's playing a character she's like her voice is apparently completely different it's very deep and not like uh oh, baby i'm a baby i, I think i knew that Dang. Yeah. yeah it's been mentioned i think like yeah. throughout his throughout history um that it's like a half character but i think now she's like I feel, I wonder if we're just going to see her in different outfits. Like, I'm very, I am yeah. curious. But um, also, I feel like maybe it's, like, I'm playing a character. I feel I like raised my voice is, too often. Yeah, exactly. Well, I feel also, like that's the same thing about that, like, Lena Dunham interview where she was like, uh, I'm, it's a character. It's like, I'm a character of me being a character. And it's like, yeah. No, but Lena Dunham is not smarter than Paris Hilton. That's true. No. I also think that, um, if I was going to play a character, I would go to nightclubs too. That's yeah. a fucking easy, and have a little dog in a purse. Yeah. That's an easy fucking character and I'm going to do it. That's a fun yeah, character. Fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. I would do it. Also, like, Steve's Lena Dunham tweets. I'm just going to go out and say it here on the pod as a big honk. Fucking. They Gross disturb, me out. They disturb, they disturb me. I have straight up considered just blocking him. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could, I guess, mute like yeah. anytime. Well, I'm just like, but I'm, what sucks now is he puts it with words that aren't Lena. Dun like it will just be like a fucking prose about like pizza, and then it's Lena Dunham's face, and I'm always like, Steve. It's like that's the troll. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did enable, I did get him a Lena Dunham shirt. You I, did? I, I got it. Oh wait, I got the, that like, all over print one. one. Yeah, I would like zoomed in. I was like, what is? That? I was like, oh, ugh. like, and then I zoomed Do you right know out. How weird it is to get a shirt printed of someone else's selfie <laughs> it is truly uh insane um, um someone once asked me to play her in a sketch and i was very no offended. I, I was hate, super offended i hate that she's a taurus i'm like ang like it's true like i don't and the thing is i see like she is the shadow qualities of a taurus and like it just pisses me off Sorry. so and you know who knows? Maybe she is a character of a character. No, she's not. No. She's not smart enough. <sighs> I mean, I shouldn't be tearing down women on this podcast. What am I doing? <sighs> we're allowed I'm one, sure, we're allowed sure one per season. <laughs> I'm sure she's smart. I'm sure she's very smart, and I'm sure her parents' money had nothing to do with it. I know. I that's, know. The, that's the thing. Is like, Well, if you're rich, every, anyone's allowed to make fun of you. I think that's like a law that can come into play, especially in our new segment, our Women Monthly Teardown. <laughs> Where we we get submit one, one rich white woman. <laughs> that we can tear down for like two minutes. Actually, I kind of gentle, it. A gentle ribbing. Put them you in your reviews. Yeah. Put, oh. put it, yeah, put it in your reviews who you want us to gently to, rib. Um, you know, shine a, shine a critical light. On. Okay, well, while we're in this corner, her tattoos are horrible. Like, they're so okay. bad. I didn't want to talk about that's too far. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, your illustrated, like, books of, like, shell. Like, stop. Just get, no, the, get, the, yeah, no. get the fuck out of here. No. It makes me so angry that he, because I know he's, like, not trolling. I thought he was joking for a while, and I, now I know it's, 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 it's real, it's, and I, it makes me. I like this in my stomach. It makes me. Uh, physically upset i like disassociate and pretend it's a, Someone a character you, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you pretend you don't know Steve. Yeah. i'm just like this isn't this isn't real this is a this is a bit and 
Yeah, you not. have to. I mean, I I do the same thing. Cool. Well, this is how women bond over our, our women. Our trauma is disassociating. Our Twitter trauma. Our Twitter trauma. I pretend that that's not what you're fucking tweeting. Yeah. Again, so um, that was our women monthly teardown. Uh, uh, hashtag Women Crush Wednesday. <laughs> That's what we call it. We're crushing up yeah, women on Wednesday. Yeah, Women Crush Wednesday is when you crush talk another about woman. A woman you want to crush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Lena's probably like a negative two. Lena, do you want to come on the pod? I know I'll she would though. Oh, like 100%. even after even after this, she'd be like, "That's really interesting discourse." And ten be out of like, ten. Ugh. Ten out of ten would have her on the pod. <laughs> I wouldn't want to meet her. I, I wouldn't want to meet her. Scary, Skype, maybe. But you know what's scary? Since she's a Taurus, we'd probably like kind of like like that's the. You, I don't know. You don't get that far if you're that unlikable. But it's more like you're. What wor- are her other things? Though? Oh, like the full chart. Ooh, can we guess? Do we have a feel? Yeah, okay, I think. Hmm. She, I think she might be a Pisces rising. I get a watery look, but I don't know why. Like, I feel like there's just secret earth all up, all up in them guts. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to find I'm out. I'm going to say Pisces rising Leo moon. Oh, Pisces rising. She, I think she's the same as me. Oh, shit. Let's see. I'm s- I don't know if we have a birth time. Let's see. Oh, no. I see it. Oh. Yeah, Cancer Moon. Oh God, I'm Taurus sorry, Merc. Lisa. We have a lot in common, actually, because we must have had similar birthdays. For me. Oh no, she's 86. Weird. Yeah, and she's a um, May. Yeah, she's a Jupiter Pisces, okay. but she also is a Venus in Gemini. Damn. But Holy shit. Sh- I don't know. We don't have her. We don't have the time, mm-hmm. so that's gonna change like houses. It's good. A lot is going to be changed. We got to have the birth time. We got to have a birth time. Well, we won't, I'm know. not even going to look at this bitch without the fucking... Bar- mm. Be gone. You're well, crushed. Well, she's me, so that's why someone asked me to play her, I guess. Oh, <laughs> no. I was thinking... She does have, like... I was going to say, like, a cancer rising or something. Like, there is a... Wa- like, you see the watery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She had, Mom. What, where's her Mars? Uh, Capricorn. Capricorn. All right. Okay. All right. Well... If anyone's got the deets on yeah, if Lena's, birth time, Lena's birth time, that if would anyone be... could tell us what placement makes you have, like, I don't know why I always, maybe this is projection, Ooh. but I always feel like she has, like, dry, like, patchy hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, like, it's not, like, full-on hair. Like, it doesn't look good. <laughs> she has, like, a female pattern baldness. I mean, she, might. she maybe she does. <laughs> I don't know. And maybe I'm just being harsh. Also, it's does she or not? I, I mean, I in my mind, yes. Her. When I, you're saying this, I'm imagining her hair. Her head is very threadbare. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think she just is. I, I know what you're talking like about. This. Oh. I think it's like the shape of her face. Maybe is more the thing no she looks bad her hair's bad she's never had great hair no we want it's long or short (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's not a good look i'm sorry you can't see this i mean you don't want to i can't believe we're just Like someone trying to get her. Oh. oh my god! No. Well, well, that just makes me like 
she could to be fair i am super racist so <laughs> they probably figured oh she'll do it i'm kidding that's oh um God. it's not true i'm not racist <laughs> and it offended me that they asked me to be in the sketch uh oh well that was well, submit that was again good. submit your yeah Submit Again, they have to be a rich yeah, white they woman have to be rich. probably s- who has absolutely, without question, said problematic things. Yes. Like, we can, like, enjoy the moment of just ripping. Like, yes. we're just here to rip. You know what it is. It's the beginning of the pod. This is where we cut <laughs> loose a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we went off on her. No one has ever even met her in the room. No. But, you know, I mean, this is the other thing. This is, like, what's annoying of, like, internet era is like we used to like maybe this is like trolley thing it's like now and maybe it's because we live in la like if something sucks you're like not allowed to say anything sucks even though like maybe you do even like the artist but like the shit sucks and guess what i'm gonna say this because i've been meaning to get this off my chest for a long time (laughs) whoa and it doesn't matter anymore because the person got canceled so i'm allowed to now say this but at the time they weren't canceled and i couldn't believe no one was tweeting that master of none season two was really bad it was like one of the worst seasons of television i've ever seen and um yeah i really wanted to say this for a long time <laughs> i've never seen i think i saw the first few episodes of the first season but the, i the first up the first season's adorable and like pretty good and there's like story and then the second season is just him like stealing a girl like an italian manic pixie dream girl away from like her fine boyfriend and then they like have sleepovers and dance to like Italian pop music and like make spaghetti and it's awful. Randy does not interest me. <laughs> Who? Randy. Randy. Oh, is that is his name? Oh, it's like a people. character he plays. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but it, also he like he, people say that whatever that article. I don't know anything about it, but people say that's like the bottom of the barrel of what he is like. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? But I don't know him, and I don't know anyone yes. who's ever known him. So Yes. Yeah. Again, this is just allegations. Uh, also, I believe in people working towards being better people and redeeming themselves and, like, you know, cancel culture. Like, I think we should reevaluate what, what cancel culture looks like in this new decade. However, it was a really bad fucking season of television, and nobody said it. And I felt like I was taking crazy pills when I was, like, online, and everyone's like, it like there wasn't even good nor bad. It was just like an absence of sound, which is just like so that's bad. Like then it's bad. Okay, sorry. It's been like a long time. It's been since 2017. Hey, I had to say, fine. get it off your chest. <sighs> it feels I'm really glad. good. Like um, yeah. I'm glad you shared that with us. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking sharing of sharing ourselves. Speaking of what the fuck. <laughs> I know. Um, today we are talking about something that is not really astrological, but. We felt like it was still pertinent and and interesting and certainly will be evaluated, I'm sure, from Mm -hmm. an astrological perspective. And everybody, like a lot of you asked for this. Yeah, Yeah, people um, asked for this. And when you ask, we do notice. We do our best. We do our best. And also it was like, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, we're talking about uh, Enneagrams. Yeah. Um, Enneagrams. Okay, so I guess maybe to start, were y'all familiar with Enneagrams? before this episode or in what degree so many times (laughs) and i never get the same one interesting i i took the test twice and we'll talk about it too um i've I've taken a bunch of different ones Mm. 
I was familiar with it as a concept, but I didn't know anything about it. I heard about it. I went through a phase where I listened to uh, Rob Bell's podcast a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's start on. Okay. Hey, look. This is the, it was the two- white man corner. Now. It was 2016. It was a rough year for <laughs> me. Uh we're always chasing him in the charts, too. <laughs> yes, I know. We're, we're always, like, we're always right, right behind him. him. We're coming for you. <laughs> uh, him and Joel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, as like a Christianity kind of affiliated okay. thing, which it it is, but it also to me is like the kind of thing where it's like uh, uh, embracing psychology and mythology and all of these things without labeling it like woo woo. Okay, that's the so that was the interesting I thing i found was like any like youtube or like major youtube video or podcast about enneagrams was like definitely christian and definitely like southern and i definitely kept listening to them because i was truly intrigued because it was the first time i listened to like people who are like ministers or identify as christian believers or followers of faith or what have you talk about things that like what what you're saying were de- sounded woo woo, but they weren't calling it woo woo. They're like, it is just so interesting that I connected to the numbers. Like the numbers really just spoke to me and my spirit and my son being an eight just really like I felt that for him. And I was like, these people are like could be talking about astrology or like anything in that realm, but there's such a like disconnect of like spirituality, but it also is like it's like a safe intersection of spirituality and psychology. Um, so I found that really interesting. I had no idea it was kind of rampant. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Lena Dunham of it all, if you will. I think that oftentimes people who are in very specific uh, spaces, and, and not all sects of Christianity are this way, but religion generally, these people think that it's like science. Right. And it's like, uh, no, science is science, and this is not science. This right. This is actually the opposite of that. These aren't facts. They're just books. Like you know? someone made this up. Yeah. Well, also like the Bible. But, you yeah. know, but and it feels divined or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like when this, I think, is probably a bit more scientific than yeah. that likely than stories from 2000 years ago, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we see something that it, it aligns with science, it's like, oh, well, this is the same as what I'm doing, which I think is evident in why we have people like lena dunham who are are like i'm the wokest and i just say stupid shit because i no, i love black people and it's like Mm -hmm. who's talking about black people you brought it up like yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah she usually like calls out whatever horrible thing she's saying without realizing and like in that weird way it's like you're like i I don't know you know what you're saying is like probably should not be said but you're like i can't help myself and it's like try bitch (laughs) 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 give it a shot um so also enneagrams before because i knew i don't know anything about them until today and i i took the test for the first time today like i've never taken it before and i did it twice because i was like i don't know about this and but enneagrams i have heard more people in and around LA talking about Enneagrams than astrology. I've heard it like at the pool. Oh, yeah. I've heard it at the airport. I've heard people like just talking about their numbers and doing the quizzes while sitting next to each other, like finding out. And like, um, it's interesting. Cause like the times I've ever heard it, people are really like 
steadfast, just like these kind of Christian blog things I found were like really steadfast and really confident and really believed in it. Um, and I feel like astrology is such a more tender topic when talked about kind of in public, like until you confirm that someone else is like open to it. It's very like, I don't know. And maybe that's my own self-projection feels more judged or something or a little more like, oh, you're dictated by the stars where this is like, no, I took the test and it told me um, well, and that's it. People say it's stupid astrology. Also, there are people and we see it all the time reading mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. that don't know anything about astrology that write horoscopes. Right. Mm-hmm. And that makes what we do feel stupid. Yeah. Right. Because there are people that work in as writers in newspapers that write things that, you know. I'm surprised there's not Enneagram like horoscopes already like in the mags. Well, because it's not based on I think that's why people it's, would yeah, take it more seriously because it's a personality. It's not based mm. on anything ruling anything. And that's why you can embrace it as like a Christian because it isn't about um, like anything else, ha- God is still the one supreme kind of like ruler Designing of things. Your yeah, right. He, design- he gave gave you these numbers or whatever. Um, but it also, I think, is that idea of like, oh well, it's my my knowledge. I know me the best. It's not some planet telling me what mm-hmm. I am or whatever. It's not this. It's these are based on my answers. And so I think it's like that also false sense, which is why I don't like it as much mm-hmm. because I feel like I am not necessarily the most accurate uh test like, taker. <laughs> n- yeah, or it's just Well, that's like a the, question in the time. I mean, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like part of it too. I'm sure that is actually it that's like more a um like more indicative of my personality type as opposed to the effectiveness of the test itself. Um, But I like, I don't like being like, Oh, I came up with this because I'm like, you're not a reliable narrator. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, what's interesting. Um, The first time I took it, like I did it really f- okay. The reason I've also never taken Enneagram tests because they always say this is going to be 10 minutes and then I'm like, okay, peace out. Like I'm not going to do this <laughs> test. So I'm like, okay, time to do the 10 minute test. So the first time I did it, I like powered through, did it super fast and I was an eight and I was like, okay. And I was like, I was reading some things I was like kind of relate, but not really like, and it was like, you're like Tony Soprano. I was like, I mean, that's cool, but I don't feel that way at all. And I'm like, let me redo this again. Like, not as rushed and I definitely changed some answers and then I became a three and then I was like ooh, maybe like a rush Enneagram is like your moon sign and then like a slow down Enneagram is like when you have early time to like identify who you want to be or like what your goal is is more like a sun sign and then I wonder if someone like took it for you thinking of like well I think Lisa doesn't like homework or whatever you know it is mm-hmm. and see if that like affects like what you're rising over will be anyways I just thought that'd be like a fun enneagram well, like test or quiz to see like how that aligns i think it's interesting because it is also like when you <clears throat> sorry um i do think that like that that evaluating part of like oh well am i answering this like the way that I'm feeling right now, am I answering this from a responding place or am I answering this from a, well, I believe this is how people would perceive me. Right. Because that tells you how to take the test. It should have told you not to do how you're feeling right now, how you have been the longest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How you have been the longest, not how people see you. Mm -hmm. Well, and here it goes to show, I do not read instructions, (laughs) but also, I mean, they say on there, you know, like just answer honestly or whatever. It says on the thing that you should relate to every type. 
Um, like it says yes. that each one should like if you read one of them and you're like then like you aren't being open-minded enough right yeah. and then the one i took did show like percentages yeah right. like you could be yeah, this same. much of so whatever i've taken it a bunch of times and i've gotten a bunch of different answers and i think i know which one i am because most of them give you numbers or percentages uh-huh. of which ones are the highest and there are a few that are consistent Mm-hmm. Or, like, mm-hmm. the ones that are always in the top three or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, I'm, like, I guess I'm um, those two. Okay. Were you three s- with four. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm a three also. We're all threes? We're all threes. That's I got an I'm sexual variant. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got the wings. Okay. Then I did the wing. Uh, I'm a 3W2. I'm a 3W2. Oh, I'm a 3W3. A, a 3W4. And a 3W4 was my second yeah. one, too. <laughs> I took I took Whoa. another one, though, and I got nine. I got eight on one and two on one. But, and I got eight. Yeah. But three and two are always up there. Um, I think that the variants are interesting because when I read it, I'm like... Um, I was like, I, that's definitely not right. Obviously, before I read the um, description of it, mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't operate. I don't like think about sex that much. And I don't like operate based on sexuality a lot. I think I think I like fluctuate from being like. Not like asexual, but sometimes I'm like very uninterested in anything sexual. And sometimes I'm like more interested. But I think that like this it's like more about attention to me and that definitely fits with me and also like i do think that uh in my life in the work that i do as a bartender as a comedian uh being perceived a certain type of way attractiveness on stage or like i can't not wear makeup to work i'll get less tips Mm -hmm. so it's like i do I do like perceive that level of attractiveness to be more valuable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though I I don't believe that it's not like a moral belief, but I do use it. What's the one? What's the um? It's social like s- uh, self self preservation. I feel like I'm self preservation between the self preservation and sexual. Wait, what is this? Is this like a flow? Because there's so many charts, right? Like there's like a flow chart of like, oh, this anagram, this is like three projects out to six and nine or whatnot. So mine gave me a variant. Uh, I read about the variants, but I didn't get any tests that told me the variants. Me neither. And a lot of the tests, like the what seemed like the good tests were like, cost money, money. yes yeah. and that was the other that part actually i think is why i never initially did but it that's new i think well, because when i did it before it it was free mm. and it was like one of the longer ones when, okay there's when a i was l- in my rob bell days <laughs> i tried looking it up and you had to pay for it and i was like nah i've i've already spent too much money on tarot readings i cannot buy an enneagram test <laughs> there's a lot of like along with the podcast and youtube channels I'm just like shocked at how many life coaches that are Enneagram like trained or whatever are like, and again, like I'm just, I'm coming from a very outsider perspective. So if you're like hella in Enneagrams, like this is like literally baby's first dive in the pool. But it, I did get like Scientology vibes from like a lot of the websites I was looking at and a lot of communities I was looking at. There was a lot of like weird jargon that I wasn't, 
jiving with um but the people who loved it really loved it and i was like all right and there was like tons of youtube videos too of like the enneagram numbers as vines the enneagram numbers as shoppers at target and i was like damn there's like i i just like was awoke to like how many people are into this stuff well it's just this is why it's like if you don't like astrology you're lying because we like all of these kinds of things that categorize people into right. into personality types there aren't there are about you know nine seems like a reasonable number <laughs> and when you mix in these other things like the wings and the variants and these things where it's like yeah that's enough for people to feel individual yet part of other people they have examples of other people that are the same kind of thing and you can see how there's overlaps and different whatevers but even those like communities around it too it's just like people love it people like it it gives people things to identify with and to connect over Mm -hmm. and there's part of me that wants to kind of be down on it because it feels like um like you shouldn't get I'm 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 gatekeeper in that way where I'm like you don't get access to these ideas unless you believe in it this way uh-huh. but it also is like well if people are being more open to uh like oh you're a different kind of person than me so I need to communicate with you in a way that validates your existence better and right all the, like if it's opening people's hearts and minds in that way then who am I to say that's this isn't a valid way in order to do it I just it it does just feel kind of like it maybe loses some of the because of its link to Christianity it's like it could still be used for evil well was it christian from the jump or did christians just like sink on to it does anyone know i don't know i couldn't tell like because i mean what i found i mean wikipedia kind of outlines like the history of the enneagram of personality or simply the enneagram enneagram um and then it was by this like chilean psychiatrist in the 70s and then this it's also from this bolivian psycho spiritual teacher from the 50s um and like i wonder what happened from like the 70s to now like i don't know that history um because it's like everyone loves this shit well it's like softer it's somewhere in between a myers-briggs and and like astrology i feel Mm -hmm. like or just straight up numerology right because it is more evocative than saying i'm an intuitive judging you know extrovert whatever that sounds more technical and more i think again thinking of it in this like unfortunate christian lens Uh um that it, it it's like mythical in that sense where it's like the achiever the uh, you know the reformer those have like a, a biblical sense to them but they also still are just describing personality things not um, like non judeo-christian things where it's like myers-briggs is a little too clinical uh, have you guys done the four tendencies is that the no. Gretchen Rubin one it's I think um I found it more valuable um, because it talks about who you are to yourself and who you are to others. Ooh. And it's really interesting. Um, how do I respond to outer expectations? How do I respond to inner expectations? I'm trying to find like short. The, um, oh, yeah. I've taken. I don't remember what I am, though, but it's like, do you do you 
uphold, question, oblige, or rebel. Yeah. And so like, yeah, and it's they, really interesting, mm. and it, it seems it's a little bit more self-helpy than this. Yeah. But um, it it reminded me of it. Yeah. Okay, I did find some insight as to where this Christian boom when this happened. So, according to religionnews.com, <laughs> in 1990, Franciscan father Richard Rohr um, effectively Christianized the systems for Americans when he published the Enneagram, A Christian Perspective, um, in English. And that's when it sparked interest. And then in 2016, Christianity Today published an, Inval- an Evangelical's Guide to the Enneagram. Um, yeah. So, I guess, like, in the 90s, uh, Richard Rohr. I'm Rich, he, Rich- he, yeah. he bumped that shit up and cranked it. And now uh, Christians love the numbers one through nine. But also, I guess that makes kind of sense because Christian people also like there is like like that symbology of like 12, like of like God shit and like six mm-hmm. and seven. Like, I don't know. There's some like well, Christians. Are, there's like 12. Yeah. It's the same as the Zodiac, I believe. Right? The what? The, the 12 disciples. Oh, the 12 disciples. Yeah. yeah. There's like there's witchcraft like peppered into like all. Yeah, like, absolutely. Religion. But it's that I mean I th- I think that it totally makes sense in terms of like understanding again it's like everybody just wants these like personality type uh, ways of understanding themselves that's that's personal yet uh, you know that gives even if you're a super Christian person you still need to know like the Bible isn't about you that like it it is but it's not so it's like right. i want if you want to learn about yourself there's not a lot of places you can go mm-hmm. because the the bible is supposed to teach you all of these things but so i get i forgive us for i feel like for associating the enneagram too heavily with with christianity because they do think that there are merits to it totally absolutely it is just like i didn't know that it was so deep like right currently is like very used by like a lot of christian resources mm-hmm. and church and, and play like it really is like it's hard to get through like any searches without finding that and basically almost every podcast about enneagrams was christian, christian. yeah so i was a lot like, of podcasts about it there was a lot of podcasts about it like i thought there'd be like five no a lot of good pun names oh yeah i actually there was one i listened to that i don't think was christian actually so if you don't want any kind of christianity in your enneagram podcast research i think it was do it for the gram yes do it for the gram (laughs) the enneagram um he sounded like and i like kind of like half listened while like eating so forgive me i don't know his name and i don't even know if i really want to be promoting his podcast maybe it was bad i don't remember but <laughs> what i heard what of like do it for the gram it were more like it was still like motivational um and it was just like about like again unlocking your higher power who's that person like you're supposed to be kind of like your sun sign like who who's like what is this goal that you want to hopefully put out and do for the world um i could see why like religiousy or christian people or people who just think astrology is like what is like it's you're just assessing yourself versus and feel versus feeling like predestined or mm-hmm. something. Did you find when you were taking the test that um, there were questions that were very like obviously about your sign and that mm. you were answering them a certain way? Because like one of mine was like uh, 
there were questions about loyalty, about like uh-huh. digging your heels in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like answering them instinctively as like, yeah, I'm a Taurus. And I'm like, wait, I'm not like that. Yeah. yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. You know, life can be super hard when it comes to depression, anxiety, and it's really hard to find help. But there's better help, which is online counseling that is always there for you. You can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient and everything you share is confidential. You can schedule on your own time. You can speak with the counselor via text, via chat, via phone, even via video. It's all based around your schedule. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. That's amazing. Also, there's over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. And isn't it like international too? Am I like worldwide wow okay so all of our international users take note that better help can be there for you and there's actually a great discount for our signers here what's your sign listeners get 10 percent off their first month with discount code wys so why not get started today go to betterhelp.com slash wys simply fill out the questionnaire and help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love that's betterhelp.com slash wys they did feel very like something i could see myself finding on some kind of like astrology discussion board or someone being like um i mean one that like stood out to me and it may, like probably triggered my aries moon was like um do you not say this but do you actually feel jealous when like there's people who you find equally cool or like cooler yeah. than you in a room and i was like fuck like sadly partly <laughs> i don't yeah. think i had that one I took a bunch of different tests. Okay. To remember the questions. Well, that's like, I think that is the maybe thing that's keeping, cause you can find your chart, right? Like astro.com yeah. yeah. is there. Enneagrams. I think they just need to unionize and some like maybe non-Christians, you know, like demonetize and decapitalize a good Enneagram test. So like, I think that's the other thing is like, I don't trust my results in some way. Cause it yeah. is a quiz yeah. where my, my chart is my fucking chart. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I could change the house system and things might change a little bit, but like, but that's my choice. The planets were where they were when you were born and exactly. you can't, you can, yeah, you can do a relocation chart. You can do a progress chart or right. whatever, but it's still only, it still is beholden to the reality of the planets. Well, imagine like the same sentence of astrology being like astrology is beholden to reality, which I think people don't think it is. And no. I, I don't even know if I did when I first started, but it's like, oh no, this is like, actually really rooted in like math and like a calendar is like all you really need i don't remember who i was talking to about this recently where i was god i wish i could remember was it lena donna it probably (laughs) uh it must have been someone at work or something but about how like um oh i think it was on another podcast actually (laughs) um about how you know the the way the planets are moving, it's going to continue to happen no matter what. So there's some like comfort in that where it's not like you're ever going to find out that fucking Jupiter is canceled. You yeah. know, <laughs> like the guy who made the Enneagram test you took might get canceled. Right, yeah. right, right. And also something I like, at least the consistent answer that I found was, since mine changed with like speed and with like thought and also just like coming back and slowing down, I was like, can your Enneagrams 
change? And sure. uh, the resounding response was like, no, it's just who you are. And even if it does change, it's probably going to be the one that you were like the second percentage. Of. Like it was very like concrete and like, no, actually it's a really good test that really knows your personality. And there's just like no way. And I was like, huh? Well, I, yeah, but I read the same thing. But then I was like, I've gotten so many different answers mm-hmm. on different quizzes. And it's like they ask different questions, too. So it's like. Yeah, I was an eight on that quiz because it asked like the way the the way that they're framing it. Well, even this, I was just looking because we can go through what each one what each one is. But I was even looking at this and even the names are different. uh, Yeah, there's discrepancy between what what each name is. So, I mean, they're all variants on the same theme so it's not like there are huge discrepancies but i could see that you know just like comp- your your bias in reading the types of questions and things like that having a total totally having an effect on that i think too and maybe it's because we've or at least me and i, I don't know if you guys feel the same way like i think getting more evolved in astrology you know that like your planets and the aspects and all the like circumstances of your chart are like are just that like you know there's like things in your life there's moments there's they're building blocks of who you are where i feel like every like youtube video or person i saw online who was talking about any is like oh i'm a five and like i'm just a f- like this is how i am ain't no explaining it here it is here and it was very like absolute or at least it felt like people took it as very absolute and almost like phew i figured it out i'm done i'm done learning but like yeah i'm gonna research all about being a five and people are gonna research how to email a five and how to like give love and it felt very like done and that's what also maybe it's and also it's probably the frustration of not feeling like i had an accurate test or have you know you have to pay to get an accurate test um, but I thought that was interesting yeah. and I know people can be like that with astrology, but we know as we study it more, it's never like a diagnosis of who you are. Well, because like, I think like what Lisa said, where it's like the planets are still moving is that it allows for you to be like existing in real time with it as opposed to it being like, yeah, even the, the diagnosis, your answer for what your, your test is, it's still, it's like, okay, well then what is that like? What's a three like when they're angry Uh this doesn't account for the different states of being and how you you know doesn't encourage the numbers to interact with each other in specific ways mine mine did like my two or whatever the motivator and the artist is like they help each other whatever was one of the things it said um but it's like it doesn't there's no like what does what is number eight like pair well with yeah or whatever you know or how yeah how do you, how do you you're a two they're a eight what's the yeah. thing and i did think i mean i think that it, it, it's interesting to look at you know just i think it's all just like well if you like this you'll probably love numerology yeah and then total, numerology totally. allows again more for and my granted we also have a limit i feel like a limited um like knowledge base on on enneagrams because we didn't oh, buy yeah. the expensive yeah. ones and all of that I stuff too this so. is like who knows flash forward a year from now and maybe i do spend a little bit of more time uh looking in enneagrams and maybe there is something to connect with and like a light bulb could click this is truly like i feel like uh like grandma reacts to like <laughs> enneagrams like i i realize that i might sound like 
uh, judgmental AF. Yes. Because it is new. And, uh, you know, new things scare me. I'm a three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a three. I'm scared. I don't know. Actually, three sounded cool. I was I actually down. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like, I was down. What, yeah, what I, name did yours say? The artist, the motivator. The achiever, uh, yeah, the achiever, achiever, the performer. Yeah. Yeah. Those all, that the all artist fits. is four. Sorry. Okay. But yes. Oh, the performer a, is three. Yeah. Well, but also, they mean high performing, which that uh, pisses me off. Mm. They mean like the way that in my 12 step program means performance. Where yeah. It's like not on a stage. Like, no, like you're, you're achieving high. I, yeah. I will yeah. say like the key words for each one didn't feel like radically different either like i felt like each one had like three or four almost synonyms of the previous one so like if you're like glancing through i'm like yeah i could see like i and i guess like what you were saying before like you should be able to see yourself in everyone in multiple if, but i was also like this seems like kind of like a wide categorizational net of describing people like i didn't find them too starkly different well, in this one, I got a nine. I just realized oh. I got. I didn't get a nine on any of them. People other. love nines. I, <laughs> have, I got a nine on the on the first one that I took. Yeah, but nines are assholes. No. They're doormats. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm not supposed to be. Oh. You know, that's what I'm working on trying not to be. So that's also a thing when you're taking the test, where I'm like, I'm not like that anymore, or I yeah, have always right. been like that. It's like. It's hard. Did you take the test hungry? You're a different one. You're a fucking different number. <laughs> you're not well, you when you're hungry. A- at least me. I'm so weird when I'm hungry. But one of the ones that I read, too, when it was going over the answers, they were like, sometimes nines are misdiagnosed as twos because what? you see yeah, themselves. I saw that, too. Those yeah. things where it's like that oftentimes you're really a nine, but you'll answer this. But then it's like, who's to decide what you really are? Then it's then it's this thing where it's like, OK, well, then are we talking about your perception of me or my perception of me? Because if it's my perception of me and I perceive myself to be a two, how am I not a two? And I guess going, you know, tying this into the compare and contrast of astrology. I think that's what I what I like about astrology is sometimes there is a placement or an aspect and or it's in a house where you're like, what the fuck? I have a Capricorn Mars like that is not me like. I don't have that's Capricorn. Lena Dunham. That's Lena Dunham. Um, but then you like that's Lena's chart. <laughs> <laughs> but then you like read a little bit more about it and sometimes like i like that astrology maybe forces you to think about yourself in a different way that like isn't completely comfortable all the time yeah because i think it takes the like what and maybe it's just a matter of preference thing because some people probably prefer where it's like again this is me this is my mind coming up with it as opposed to someone saying okay well this is what we've observed in these things these are the qualities we attribute it to it identify with it or not these are the qualities and more than likely you'll be like oh well i guess i am like that it's a little more like confrontational yeah or or like um i don't know to me it feels more objective yeah i am curious besides like these life coaches and christian people like and this this is a question for our listeners i'm curious how you use enneagrams is it like a regular part of your life is it something you go back to um, or is it like a kind of one and done quiz? I, I'm really, cu- I, mean, I am curious like how it's more functionally used. Cause I think so much of the internet for me, what I was finding was really flooded with like, like preaching. And well, I was like, Ugh. I didn't see a ton of that. I, there are some that I really thought I wasn't where there uh, are ones that struck out to you. Wait, this one says I'm a seven actually. I can't read. So I don't know if you, <laughs> I can't, I'm not good with numbers, but I, 
like seven to me is like I'm not that one. I'm not. I don't think I am. I could have seen myself as so when I first glanced through, I could have saw myself truly as a two, three, seven, or nine. That was what I wrote before I took any quizzes. But I could see myself as a one. I don't consider myself productive at all. I think mm. that even though like my boss would say like very high achieving, always always does everything, like whatever. I don't consider myself to be a productive person. But see, then they have these levels of like, well, I'm productive when it's stuff I like about my like things for me. But I like when it comes to like working for the man or like other things then I'm not as productive. So I felt like there was some questions, even though I was very trying to answer like, OK, here and now we're like a constant like, yeah, do you talk shit? It's like, oh, I did today. It's like, well, no, generally, no. Like I keep it pretty even. But still, I still had those like like the context could change even if you're trying to stay very now or cons- consistent. I, I thought would never have answered the questions like uh, those types of questions, like in comparison to other people. That's yeah. what I think is tough because it's like, yeah, I'm definitely like, like today at work when I got there, someone had left the fridge door open all night. And it's like, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not leaving shit like that all night. No. But I yeah. would never be like, uh, even though I have him producing at a different level than whoever left the door open, I would never be like, I'm super high producing at my work. I'm super like, you know what I mean? I yeah. just don't, cons- I don't think of myself that way. Okay. I think of myself as like what I strive to be, right. but I'm not against other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And hopefully this is not a call out, but I thought it was like the questions that were like, you are a boring bitch. I was like, who answers like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like there was like ones or that were like, where it's you're like, not interesting. I was like, oh, like, I'm like, really other people that say, yeah, I'm probably not like oh, they're for uh, sure. Really? But even some of those ones I'm where so it was fascinated like, by that. I don't know. Ones where it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested, more interesting than most people. Oh, I'm, I'm like, well, I can't answer that. Most people. I was like, Hell, oh, I said, yes. I, I was like, yes, I am. Of course. <laughs> what are the, like, I don't know. Those are the ones that I Honey, go back. Look and at our streaming numbers. We're, we're well, interesting. Them but most that's people. the thing where it's like, I go back and forth where I think that's like the, how is it written? Where I'm like, right. do I think, do I, am I really like, interested? Or it's like, people? yeah, reality versus perception or whatever, where I'm like, I, yes, I, I, I concede that, uh, people, not everybody has, uh, thousands of people that listen to them every week or whatever. So I guess that does, make that more interesting Tens but am i saying anything that someone is do you know what i mean like it's that this is where my like logic comes into mm-hmm. it where it's like okay well is this i don't know this is such this seven guy behavior. that no. was <laughs> writing a book came into my work today and he was asking me all these questions he's writing about uh male female relationships and he's not in one so he was asking me about them and uh they 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 were interesting questions like do you care what other people think of you do you care what other people say about you and stuff and i was like really like i do it's the same thing of like i i yeah i care what you guys think about me right yeah. but you asking the question that i just met no couldn't yeah. care less mm-hmm. yeah and it's like it's hard to answer a question like that, honestly, because right. yeah. there isn't really an answer. So it's like, sometimes I really care when my mom says something that hurts my feelings. I really care. Right. But when like one of my friends accidentally is like, <laughs> you look 
terrible or something. You know what I mean? Like I'm never taking that to heart and being mm-hmm. like, I hate them or, yeah. you know, it's just, it's weird. But then I forget there are people and I kind of related to that, that are, even if they don't realize it, trying to impress everybody. Um, yeah. And I felt like that. And also I'm like, realize it's not like, like that. I don't want to do that, but it's also like a reaction to like, not being bad or like you know there's like there's so many levels of like trauma and history and like all these things that you you work in astrology or enneagrams i think it's like yeah like i think this way and i don't want to <laughs> or like yeah. i don't agree i don't like that part of me but i guess like i guess i'm a fucking six it seems like six was like the most shit talked on one from what i heard from people on the on the blogospheres um, I don't know. All the keywords I have for each one are pretty nice, like well, pretty yeah. fine. I don't know. Security oriented to me is like, that's the opposite of, I, that, a lot of the questions felt like that to me where I was like, yeah, no, I do. I am like high performing, high achieving, but I fucking chose to do stand up. that yeah. there, there's nothing right. about me that wants to be safe. You right. Know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, the safe ones did make me like waver because it's like you value safety at the utmost. And I'm like, no, I don't like I take risks all the time. I'm like, well. But it depends on my, like, if money's low, I'm not taking a risk. And I'm a freelancer. So sometimes I'm fucking rich and sometimes I'm fucking poor as fuck. Like, it, like, it just depends. So, like. Well, it's like, what does, what does security mean to you, too? I think that's the thing, too, where I'm, when I hear that, I'm like, no, I'm taking the emotional temperature all the time. So, yes, uh, I'm very security oriented, but I'm also wildly financially irresponsible. And uh, I take, I don't take physical risks, but I also, yeah, the same thing. I mean, we're pursuing yeah, crazy I'm like, careers there's, there's and there's nothing like, about me that says safety even though i feel safe and comfortable a lot in a lot in my life uh-huh. i'm around people that make me feel that way i yeah. get a good boyfriend good family good friends and everything but like i'm fucking I, like security i yeah. don't think so i'm yeah. like doing open mics you know yes mm-hmm. but also you do have like a job like another job you know, you know yeah. like there's some people who are like nope that's what's gonna pay my bills and then they move home or they do the or you know like yeah so i don't know like not that that well, means but it's, but it's but also to me i'm like that's common fucking sense. Well, exactly. like that's, common that's where fucking it's sense. like what does that mean to you where it's like someone else who would be like no there i'm always the you know i think what the which also might just absolutely confirm that we are not sixes we're threes <laughs> right. or whatever yeah. because a, a true six would be like no i the first thing that i think of is what am i gonna lose my house if I do that or whatever, like that's my Brendan, guiding. I, the aforementioned Brendan Cooney has a joke about yes. how everything his dad said would somehow get turned into it's like going to lose, lose the, house. the house. We'd get sued. We'd lose the house uh, or whatever. You had a party. Yeah. Like, like that's what happened. Oh, you know, actually now I'm thinking about my grandpa. Tom is totally a six. Oh, I was like never allowed to have like people over or like, uh, like if it was like, let's get a trampoline. You have this huge yard. He's like, someone is going to bust their ankle and insurance is going to come raining down <laughs> on our head. That's a six. Everything was like insurance, like worst casing and insure. Everything was yeah. insurance. Yeah. I- Sue liability, like everything. And that's so not what, I do. I'm never like thinking. No. That. I'm always like finding the yeah. what's the exciting when thing. When Lena Dunham sues us after hearing this, <laughs> yes. oh, exactly. exactly. Uh, I've already, I've already for s- entertainment purposes yeah, only. Exactly. Yeah, we've, don't sue now us. we've now we've slandered her. I've already <laughs> replicated her image without permission. <laughs> wait, should we like wait? And also, I'll keep this in or not. But should we bleep out her name and see if people can guess who <laughs> we're, we're talking about? We said it a hundred times. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe this is where my six will pop. I'm like, I'll get it. It's fine. Safe, safety first. Should we? I don't know. We can talk no. about it. Okay, fine. fine. No, work. I'm like, come at me. <laughs> also, allegedly, patchy hair. Allegedly. Alleged bad tattoos. Oh, I forgot about the patchy alleged. hair. Gone. Alleged bad tattoos. Alleged Allegedly asked to be her in a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's read through the nine. What the nine types, types are. of personhood according to the enneagrams. Uh, Number one, the reformer, the rational idealist, purposeful, self-control. I mean, this gave me real, you know, stereotypical Virgo energy. If if I was to uh, liken it to another, to another like a astrology sign. I feel like capricorn too because of the one and that's numeral numerologically speaking uh, think, but it's the like the one uh, it's serious it's self-contained um you know responsible out there doing it you know resentful if people don't take it as seriously as they do uh-huh. that kind of energy okay yeah i could i could i could pick that up there but also i could see that being kind of earth in general i just it feels the least like taurus but yeah, I mean, Taurus is definitely, you know. Eating at Pergoletta. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, we get that stereotype lazy, like, we're the only Earth ones that don't work, apparently. Even though it's Taurus work all the time, we're just like, it's just fine. Just come at us. Mm-hmm. Um, Number right. two. Number two, the helper. I'm helping. <laughs> Help. I'm I'll helping. Help I thought, I did think I could have been a helper. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's can It's can I feel like it's very cancer. Well, Two and four seemed same-ish vibes, but also, uh, this is probably like bad research, but there was like chunks of numbers that were like the same energy. Did you oh, guys see that? Yeah, there's like a, that's the nine-pointed star thing I said at the beginning. Right, the right. Brown yeah. or whatever, they like, or some like of them go together. To these ones. They like connect or whatever, but I don't, well, right. I'm never going to f- know how this works. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm very interested in it, but it's just, uh... Okay, it's a lot of information. I have it um, broken down. So one, let's go through them, and then I'll go through okay. this cluster because they're not all. Um, it's not what you think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, very. So the helper number two, caring, interpersonal, generous, people pleasing, possessive. Well, um, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, support like two again. Thinking about it, this to me is Scorpio Taurus vibes. Oh yeah, but like the. Because the it's the yeah, it's the the two. I'm helping because I validate myself through the reflection reflection back of someone else. Right. Like it, this is my 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 essence made flesh or whatever in that Taurus sense where it's like yeah, I worked and now I got money. I th- I thought of it as Cancer. Yeah. yeah. Nurturing. Yeah. But it's I can too nurturing for Taurus. But I can see that because Taurines and I think Scorpios, like the keywords also being demonstrative and generous. I think sometimes those two and eight people can do that um not as altruistically as a cancer might. I think it's like, I'm helping. Can you help me with this next week? Like mm-hmm. it can be very like I hope I think, to help. Yeah, I think Taurus it can be self nurturers. Uh-huh. Yeah. But not really necessarily like mm-hmm. man. Taurus great aunt, you know, mm-hmm. you get to give the kid back at the end and everything. It's, oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's a good aunt. Very yes. good aunt. Aunt. Three. The motivator. Achiever. Performer. Performer. Re- what a drag. I Perfect. Mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I 
Yeah, I mean, it's that's also why I think it makes sense where it's like it's getting the productive, getting things done. It's yeah. having like outside validation. Uh, the image conscious stuff, like I was like, I'm not image conscious. And then when you like think about what that means, I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I am like I am like I don't think it's like your mind goes I think these keywords your mind goes to like or at least for me goes to the utmost stereotype of what those words mean so like image kind of like I can't leave the house unless I yeah. am like this but it's like oh no like but I have like a vibe I'm, pro- I'm I believe I'm probably consciously or subconsciously trying to put out and if anyone like doesn't think I'm who I am then it's makes me feel shitty so I like related to uh, like more like that level the achiever mm-hmm. We're threes. That's so funny. I know. Yeah, it's cool. I know. I mean, it makes sense though. Yeah. I don't Gemini's. know. Yeah. It's very Gemini y. We get shit done. We have fun while we're doing it. We sludge through the shit and um we're Success just great. oriented. Adaptable. Yeah. Sunny. And it's and it's I mean, it's like brandy. Like creating a brand. Oh, like, I thought you were talking about like, Moesha. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the spirit. Damn. All kinds of brand. Which kind of brandy did you think I was talking about? Um, Sound off. Listener, go off. Uh, Number yeah, Talk num- back to the podcast. Yeah. In your car. Well, yourself. everyone sends us that meme that's like. Me uh, and my friends. Me and my friends. And that's that kid in front of the ice cream ad with all them laughing. And I was like, oh, it is us. We're talking. We're just talking. We just can't hear you. Also, we probably weren't listening anyways because we got shit to do. Oh. Love Number, you. Four. Number four, the individualist. The artist. Sensi. Yeah. I mean, this to me is very, it's it's very Cancerian. I get Pisces vibe. Oh. Intuitive, reserved. They shut away mm-hmm. yeah i think there's something this a word that comes up a lot for this one to be is like melancholic or nostalgic uh, and that sort of thing and that to me is very cancer and also this idea of like um you know the individual like it's just me i'm all alone i'm the only one who's feeling this way or i'm i'm the that's only one that pisces to me yeah <laughs> i could see it yeah. from both yeah, yeah for sure a lot of like uh the people who like wrote a lot of Enne- Enneagram bloggy stuff were fours. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they were felt like the authors and the the people who could kind of like interpret the message and felt very like it's watery to like really like yes. be able to transform all that kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely. Um, number five. five. Investigator. The thinker. The gumshoe. The Ooh, sleuth on the case. I like this. Five's fun. Observer is cerebral. Mm-hmm secretive perceptive innovative i mean maybe i'm just tied to like the five number but i could see this being kind of leo-y in a lot of ways like maybe leos don't care as much about other people but i think if they do care they will find out like they'll do the work to find out and i got aquarius vibes oh well it's that yeah different yeah i think that that axis of like five and eleven um i mean yeah that makes sense i think it's also like the you know Leo is still, you know, the lion in the grass waiting, taking it all in until they go and only letting on what you want them to to see, you know, investigate it as much as it's like, oh, everyone's like Leo. So out there and so big and bold or whatever. That's like that's exactly what they want you. That part of them is what they want you to see. Right. Not the parts that they don't. So being an investigator, being an observer means you can blend in. Even if you're still, even if you're technically standing out, uh-huh. you still are able to go into these circles 
and just watch it unfold because no one suspects that you're an outsider, you know? Yeah. I like that. Uh, number, number six. six. Uh, the loyalist. The loyal skeptic. The skeptic is what I have. Uh, I have the loyalist. But yeah. committed. Security oriented. Mm-hmm. Responsible. Um, I saw a lot of talk about anxiety type things for the number six. Um, which again, I... I, I I think just from the numerology of astrology, it seems does seem very like Virgo and like the nervous systems and just like all that kind of stuff. Well, I think also like uh, the idea of like skepticism mm-hmm. to uh, fits to me with Virgo, but also just kind of like air. Yeah, in general, I was I was just thinking as I said nervousness. I'm like, wait, I'm thinking of Gemini right now, or like of just or like Mercury. Yeah, but. I think that idea of like not trusting things, not taking things at face value necessarily or like and thinking through thinking ahead, not the and not not being in the present moment or not being in the physical moment is what leads to anxiety, too. Right. So that idea of like uh, and that being a sense of security in and of itself, like a state of thinking of other things. Yeah. I love Virgos. Cool. Virgie Bames. Number seven. The Enthusiast? Did you guys have that as the, the seven? Generalist. Oh. Enthusiast. The Epicure is another one that I have. Huh. Uh, Enneagram freaks love sevens. It's like their fave. It's like the it's like if you got a seven, you just hit the jackpot. I mean seven is a lucky number. It's a it's my numerology number, so I'm or my life path number, so I'm always like, oh, please, let me be a seven. And then I didn't. But it's just fine. I really like my three. I'm learning to accept it into this new phase of my identity. But yeah. it's funny because, like, the seven is just so, like, the keywords are just so, like, kind of perfect Like, busy but fun but also spontaneous. But also the, it's, like, almost like who – no one's this. Like, who is – who on this earth is all these like kind of balanced, fun and wild, but like structured, but scattered things? I don't know. I don't know if you guys felt that way about seven. The one that I got a seven on was definitely the one where I was like, I am adventurous. I <laughs> 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 being like, yeah, I just went zip lining. Yeah, I'm, f- I'm going to put ex- extremely mm-hmm. agree or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think seven in a, but also seven in a numerology. In a numerological sense, I'm thinking of like seven of cups in the tarot where it's like, yeah, it also isn't what it seems necessarily like it can't be you can't be stable and adventurous at one time. You just have to know. I mean, in that Libra sense. Yeah. Is like you have to know when you go do something adventurous. You can't just be adventurous. You also have to balance it out on this other end. But seven is like it's always going to have more. Because it's an odd number, there's always going to be more on one side. Right. But yeah, it's yeah. not so imbalanced, you know? I don't know. Totally. I see that. Uh, number eight. The challenger. I got the protector as the well. The leader. Oh. Mm-hmm. Same vibe. But they're all, it's interesting though to hear what the different names are because i think that also kind of frames the the author's like feeling about the number two where it's like the artist is different than the individualist or like the sad baby and it's the right. same you know what i mean all of all of the like the leader and the challenger yeah are 
totally different stories about yourself, you know? Totally. Challengers are like the powerful, dominating type. They just, they're the ones that just say it. This is the one I got in the first try. And I was like, hell yeah, I do tell it like it is. And I stand up for people. And then I kept reading. I was like, I'm not that brave. <laughs> like, I don't, like, it was very, like, guns blazing, Tony Soprano, like, you doing it. And I was like, I like this idea. And I do feel like it's very Aries in a lot of ways. But, um, yeah, I was much more, like, at peace when I'm like, ah, oh, three. Okay, this, like, checks out more for me. These are actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of, like, um, instead of signs, I think maybe, like, planetary mm. energies might be... There are nine planets. More, yeah, so I'm like, is more <laughs> accurate. Where this this one, eight, is for sure Mars energy. Right. Powerful. Nine, the peacemaker. Peace, peace and love and hugs. Uh, the what's this one call it the mediator the doormat is what I call it <laughs> the easy sorry going, if you're one and easy you going self like it's like receptive and agreeable and complacent is a key word like which is like oh that's like not great um like of a keyword but also people liked the nines on the blogs and I was and they were like oh they're nice well it's like yeah because you know. they're yeah, because the yeah. eights can the eights can push them around and like slap seven, the eight, sh- nine. slap the shit out of them. Damn, I was seven, six, afraid of seven. Eight, you know, nine, uh, dude. Um, so that little that nine point like figure that's like the enneagrams. So they're broken. At least from this website I saw, they're broken down from body, heart, and head, and they're okay. and they're different chunks. I'll I'll, I'll cheat just so you can see this for now. Got it. So eight, nine, and one are at the top, and those are body-based types. Lead with the body movement. They're focused on personal security control. Um, also known as the instinctual center. So those stuff are eight, nines, and ones. Then two, threes, and fours are the heart on this other side. So more feeling-based. Emphasize the heart for positive, negative feelings, empathy, uh, romance, devotion. Focus on success and relationships. Also known as the emotional center. And then the front side. So it's kind of like a chart shape, basically. Is the head, which is seven, six, five. So thinking base, head types lead with ideas, gathering info, figuring out things out, um, creating certainty and safety or finding multiple options, which the one, the questions that were like, do you have like backup plans all the time? And I was like, hell yeah, all the time. I'm, oh, I don't. Oh, I don't. How did we get the same one? That's interesting. I don't know. I'm always A, B, C, D. Then there's also the dominant emotion of each, oh. which are divided Ooh, in the same fuck. way. Um, and this is what I was interested in because I feel I operate from fear, but it says I operate from shame, which is interesting. Uh, eight, nine, one anger, two, three, four shame and five, six, seven are fear. I'm such shame. I think shame comes in a lot of for, or like that shame and fear are very, very similar. similar. Yeah. I was that, that, I think that's why I fall three, four closer to the yeah, shame. Right. Area, but like. I don't know. And again, the language of Enneagrams and maybe we just haven't bought into like the better websites that like I felt like it was very um, not that like radically different. Like the keywords of everything wasn't like so stark where I feel like the 12 signs like while there's some things they borrow, they are pretty different. Like, you know, like an air, like what everyone's like, you get a clear vision and it's not very like, oh yeah, you're kind of like a two, three or whatever. I think it's more just like, what is the, now that I can kind of backtracking a little bit, but I think it's more, I think for me, numbers immediately, my brain kind of shuts down. And so it's like, I feel that it's just not compelling to me to be 
described as a number. Oh, you know what's my least favorite kind of test? Strongly agree. Strongly disagree. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing I like less. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, I, I, it's. I think that's a good indicator of your number. How much did you enjoy taking this test? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if you are a number person, if that's the thing, then I think that the you, especially seeing all these things about the different instincts and your ruling feelings and all of these sorts of things, I think that if a more mathematical approach is something that resonates with you, then this could be a really helpful tool. And I think it can get you to a lot of the same places as as astrology to me the the mythology and the storytelling and the kind of more evocative um imagery based things a little bit it's more storytelling and more kind of i don't know romantic whatever it is but that right. also fits with my enneagram type is what we're talking about too where it's like that to me is more compelling and makes me feel like i'm more known and seen and and um is easier for me to engage with than doing like a math equation where I was like just reading some of it to where it's like this, if you're a three, four and you mix in this, whatever. And I'm like, dude, you, I'm gone. Like the, all these numbers, that's just like not how my brain works. Especially they're typed out sentences. Yeah. I could do math if it's just math, but you start mixing letters in there and it's like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think the numbers didn't stimulate me, but we're three. So it does make sense. Um, and again, this was really my first like, OK, I'm going to really sit down and look at Enneagrams and think about it for longer than like the two minutes where I'm like, what are Enneagrams again? And then I Google it. Then I get to the test and then I don't take the test. So I'm glad we like entered in. Yeah. I'm really curious to know because I mean, you guys requested it, so you must like it, I'm assuming. So I'd be interested to know what people feel about it or if there's any resources that you're like, you guys, you were looking in all the wrong spots. Um. Because I think it's the same as like, it's good to know a little bit of everything. Yes. And just be aware of like, what does that bring up for you feelings wise? What does it make you want to look up more in your chart? Did anything like, like strike a keyword that you never thought of before? And again, to me, it's uh, learning about this is just showing how I think connected so many of these things are. So also, you know, if this is if this is your in for you know becoming a better version of yourself that's more empathetic and and um kind to to other people then friggin great and there's a lot of like crossover with with themes and things like that so i think that it's like yeah fucking keep doing it that's great yeah whatever it's a hard test Whatever turns you <laughs> on. <Four times>. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like sadly something like a test that like I would want like 12 different websites and to take it like six I times and I'm it. never going to do that. I did a bunch of different ones and it's like, yeah, it didn't help because they all have different like language that they use. Yeah, it's true. Um, so if anyone has like a promo code to like get us the expensive <laughs> test. It's $12. <laughs> it's not that much. I know, but I just. I'm not going to do I'm, I'm not going to pay. Gonna Even do it. you could Venmo me $12 right now and I will I spend it on it. like <laughs> cigarettes for my boyfriend. <laughs> like something dumb. I, there just should be one good free resource for it. I'm just shocked there's not. Well, well. Well, hit us up. Hit us up. We love you. We hope you enjoyed this and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at 
What's YR sign underscore pod? You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.